Senator John Kennedy is a Judiciary Committee member who joins us now. This might be the most important. Our political leaders need to stand behind our cops. Um, law enforcement cops have about 60 million encounters every year with the American people. Do some of them go bad? Sure. Are there cases of, of police brutality? A handful, and they're almost always prosecuted. The truth is that most cops will leave you alone unless you do illegal stuff. And our political leadership has got to stand behind them. Um, number four, we, we've got to get rid of these prosecutors who, whose mantra is see no evil, hear no evil, prosecute no evil. And, and number five, I would tell people, um, if you care to, uh, avail yourself of your privileges under the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. Now, I've said this before, and I mean it. I, I, I believe love is the answer. I do. But I also own a handgun just in case. <laughs> Um, most Americans understand, our woke leaders don't, that what you allow is what will continue. That's true with society. That's true with children. That's true with pets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever you let it get by with. Oh, yeah, it's going to continue. That's what's going to continue, for sure. Hey, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. It's Life Hack Thursday. We'll have some life hacks for you yeah. a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right now we've got your uh, thought of the day. Let's do it. Be strong enough to stand alone. Mm. Be smart enough to know when you need help and be brave enough to ask for it. Wow. Okay. Good advice. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? I like it. Sometimes the hard part is uh, is asking for the help. Yeah. Some of us aren't good at that. <laughs> I'm not talking about myself, of course. Uh, 434 Self-awareness day was yesterday, That's not right. today. Not today. Yeah. 434 uh, That is our text number. Hope you'll use it today. Uh, let's do it. Uh, when this popular beverage was first introduced, some people reacted with suspicion and fear, hmm. calling it the bitter invention of Satan. Good or, Lord. Or Rhonda Santance. 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 Anyway, uh, some thought it was uh, in, in, you know, invented by Satan. Right. They went that far. We want to know what, what Yeah, what beverage. beverage are we talking about? Yeah, text that in. 434-248-0704. It's a popular beverage, but some people were very suspicious of it. Yep. We want to know what we're talking about. Yep. All right. On this day in history, it's big music day. It really is. In 1977, Columbia Records releases The Stranger, singer-songwriter Billy Joel's fifth studio album. It is the label's all-time best-selling non-compilation record. And this song was on it. Every major medical association agrees. Gender-affirming care is life-saving, medically necessary, age-appropriate, and a critical tool for healthcare providers. I like that smock she's wearing. And no surprise that they think having drag queens mingling with children is totally normal. I can always find I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> just added a couple little sound no, bites. No, why would you do that to Billy Joel? Because I'm wearing my heart out on my sleeve. You're going to be wearing your heart outside your chest if you do that again. Uh, there, 
were so many great songs on that. Yeah, well, that's what went on, you know, just to, the way you are and others. Moving yeah. out. Moving out. Scenes from Italian restaurant. Yeah, yeah. All kinds of good stuff. I'm not happy with you. Maybe the next tainted, one. Tainted Billy Joel. Tainted memories. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm even afraid to announce this next one. Oh, no, I didn't mess with Whitney. 1987. <laughs> this is the number one song by uh, Whitney Houston. Did we almost have it all? You're not going to put Rachel in there? No, no, I'm not going to ruin Whitney, no. Yeah, well, you know Billy why? can handle it. Because he didn't have it all. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> not even almost. So, there you go. Oh, my. Wow. In, in 1990, uh-huh. Millie's book, written by First Lady Barbara Bush for the President's Dog, is a best-selling nonfiction book. Given that this is a library program, I would be remiss to not include a White House pet with published material. Millie Bush is the first pet to have a book published. Millie's book, as dictated to Barbara Bush, was published in 1990. George H.W. Bush joked that her book sales exceeded his. Well, there you go. And and hopefully we'll exceed Hunter's. Yes. Ah, oh, those were the days. They were. When the books coming out of the White House were about the dog. Yeah, that well, a I good mean, topic. technically, he would be. Anyway, we're oh, moving on. Oh, 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 oh he's a wow, dog. you're spot on today. No doubt mm-hmm, about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, we got birthdays today. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. You share it with rocker Jerry Lee Lewis. He's 87. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will. Yeah. He's just he's just kicking along. And he would stand and move around on that, you know, he didn't sit and play that piano. He played it no. standing up. And occasionally he set it on fire. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actor Ian McShane having a birthday today, turning eighty years old. I be placed in a bewilderment. There I were. Resting. And upon a sudden, I hear an ungodly row on deck. Sailors abandon their posts without orders, without leave. Men before the mast, taking the ship for themselves. Would be that first mate. Yeah. Wow. Caribbean mm-hmm. pirates. Yeah, pirates. He of the, made a or the pirates good. of the Caribbean. <laughs> right. Either way. <laughs> that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, comedian Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, he turns sixty-five. Here's Sylvester Stallone, Robert De Niro, Eric Roberts, Al Pacino, and John Travolta. If they were all going to the zoo together. Hey, yo, fellas. Yo, who wants to see the zebra? De Niro. You want to see the zebra? No, I don't like zebra. You see what I'm saying? Hey, Eric. Eric, you want to see the zebra? What about you, Al? You want to see the zebra? I'm dying over here. Where did John go with that car right here? I want to get out of here. Listen to this. You're going to die. I swear you're going to crack up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good stuff. Oh, my gosh. He sounds just like John Travolta. He does. does. Uh, Filmmaker Robert Benton of Kramer vs. Kramer having a birthday today, turning 90 years old. Okay, you too. Thanks a lot. See you tomorrow. Guys, eat. 
Ted, I'm leaving you. Ted. Keys. Here are my keys. Here's my American Express card. Here's my Bloomingdale's credit card. Here's my checkbook. I've taken $2,000 out of our savings account because that's what I had in the bank when we first got married. There you go. Never seen that movie. Mm -mm. I understand it's quite painful. Yeah, it's a tough one. To watch. Uh, We also have actor Zachary Levi. He's known as Chuck. Okay. The TV show, but he played... Uh, Kurt Warner in Kurt Warner's story okay. came out uh, a little over a year ago. 42. Ball. Tell me about that. As long as I have a ball in my hand, I feel alive. Kind of like how I feel right now. I'm staying here. I got work to do. Work? The NFL's not going to draft some dude from the 1AA school in Iowa. There were other offers. I called every team in the NFL. No one's interested. Nobody wanted him, and then he became the MVP of the Super Bowl. Quite a story, Kurt Warner's story. Wow. Told by uh, Chuck, or Zachary Levy, mm-hmm. Levi, depending on how you pronounce it. And I'm going to let you do this next uh, lady, because I have absolutely no idea. Well, she's no from idea. Baywatch. Uh, that's why I figured you would know who and, she uh, but, but I know her more for the movie, because I wasn't a Baywatch watcher, believe it or not. Didn't really care. I don't believe it. No, I will believe it. I didn't. I didn't. I was in, I was in Bible at the time. Uh-huh. Didn't watch yeah, I'm sure nobody in Bible college well, no, but... ever watched Baywatch. <laughs> anyway, just the, just the intro. <laughs> yeah, just as her running down Anyways, the beach in slow motion. She was one of the girls, uh, mm-hmm. Erica Elenik. That's how I'm pronouncing it. She and, turned 53 yep. today. She turns 53 today. She was in the movie Under Siege with Steven Seagal, the bone cruncher. Please don't leave me here alone. Please, please. Look, believe me. No. This is the safest place you could possibly be. Putting her in the locker. No. Do you understand what's going to happen if anybody hears you? They're going to come and try to kill both of us. Now be quiet. I hate being alone. Do you hate being dead? Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> she ends up joining Steven Seagal and they kick some major booty. Um, I do I do remember her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the blonde. Always looks very um, confused. Always kind of has that pouty look on her face. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> How is that rocking at 53, I wonder? I, I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah. Okay. Well, back to the Mind Jam trivia. Yes, please. Has to do with, uh, well, a brew of sorts that people think was invented by Satan. Uh, when this beverage was first produced and introduced into the world, there were suspicions, even fear, calling the, the bitter invention of Satan. What beverage are we referring to, Janet? People uh, guessing? Uh, beer. Okay, beer. Is what they're guessing. Uh, One person said Coca-Cola. That was my guess. And coffee. Okay. We will let you know what the answer is when we return. It is 617. Mark Farner, now Christian music artist for quite a few years, but he started out with Grand Funk Railroad, 74 years old. Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions. So they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Yes, God bless them. They do. Z, are you listening? 
Oh, I'm sorry. We're done. Yeah, it's over. Self-awareness. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Right. Um, <laughs> it's National Coffee Day. Yeah, it has to be Z's favorite day. It's International Coffee Day, actually. Yeah. Celebrating the world. Uh-huh. And uh, we asked you this morning, uh, when the popular beverage was first introduced, some people were suspicious, calling it the bitter invention of Satan. Ah. That's what they call me if I don't get my coffee. So <laughs> nobody wants that. Spawn woman. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, of course, in America, it became popular after King George III started texan, uh, taxing the heck out of tea. Tea. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Uh, that's when it started here. Okay. And then uh, James Folger... Oh, successfully introduced coffee to gold miners in that? California in the mid 1800s. How about that? And then he became the full partner in the Pioneer Steam Coffee and Spice Mills that eventually became Folgers. How about that? And then Maxwell House and Hills Brothers entered the coffee market. And then, of course, um, specialty coffee took hold in the 60s when a little place called Starbucks. Yeah. Started changing everything. Uh, now it is a nine billion dollar industry. Mm. I'm learning all kinds of stuff about Folgers and Hills Brothers. I've mm-hmm. seen those cans sitting on the shelf at your local grocer. Oh, then that was just coffee sales. The mm. coffee shop market is oh, yeah. a forty-five and a half billion dollar industry. What is that? Was that with a B? That's a B. That's with a B. Wow. Well, I mean, look, when you're charging five bucks for a 50 cent cup of coffee, well, that's yeah, a pretty true. good margin. That's, yeah, it's a great margin. It's not too bad. Man, not alive. too shabby. Not at uh, all. We got lots to talk about today. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Uh, we need to change our Friday funnies um, laughing to gaffing. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, who's going to get the last gaff? I don't know. Could be Biden, could be Harris. They're gaffing it up this week. <laughs> it must be National Gaff Week. There's so many. I mean, it's it is bad. And then the press secretary trying to, to spin it to spin it. You can't spin up there you, dressed like a big old Easter egg. Trying to, you know, you've heard of spinning yarn. She she's trying to spin like two by fours, and they don't they don't spin. Well, it reminds me of like on the Gong Show when you had a really bad uh, plate spinner, right, right, and they're just crashing all oh, around. Oh, they're breaking. You. Yeah. They're trying. Right, they're trying right. to keep them going. Right. Um, because yesterday the reporters they kind of turned. Yeah, they on pressed her. her. We have a couple people pressing her in the press room. Yeah, they're that like would be Jean-Pierre. They're like even even we can't fake this one. Right, right. This was terrible. <laughs> when you're looking for a dead person in the room, uh, and then you've got uh, Harris, <laughs> who I swear, you know, just watch an episode of Mash and she could have done better. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, when when oh my gosh, it was it's so bad. Anyway, we'll take a look. She's at the, representing our country in Asia. Right now, correct, correct, Doing and talking a really about bang up job. North Korea, uh, North Korea being such a great ally. There for... could be some bangs, and those bangs would be bombs if she doesn't shut up. Oh my word! Oh well, the very idea of even sending her over there is just a very. She's the second in line, mm-hmm, for sure. Um, a father has turned grief to, into empowerment as he pens a scathing letter to Cory Booker mm-hmm. over the whole fentanyl. Right. Uh, situation. Of course, we've got border drug trafficking, uh, trafficking breaking more records than yes. ever. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, of course, Florida is it's a mess. Definitely uh, in the headlines today. A section of the Sanibel. Did I say that right? Sanibel Causeway. Uh, Sanibel, I think. Sanibel I Causeway. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was wiped out. Yeah. Uh, overnight last night, I was uh, checking in with some. Some friends who are more inland, mm-hmm. 
but they were calling for for 24 inches of rain yep. 90 mile per hour winds i haven't yeah. talked to them this morning but they had uh kind of batting the hatches and we're and we're waiting to see what would happen a lot of damage taking yeah. place there for yeah. sure uh some of the other uh stories california gas uh spikes Takes 16 cents overnight yeah wow that was fast that, that's really fast mm-hmm so not really <laughs> sure what that's about but well they're making sure they're they're getting that abortion legislation taken care of radical abortion legislation I mean, instead of you know worrying about energy just when you think gavin newsom can't be any more disgusting yes he is he becomes more uh, I, I predict the closer we get to halloween the more he turns into the vampire yeah but i mean you were just saying a couple of weeks ago how handsome he was well, he's a handsome he fellow i mean president. dracula have you seen some of the draculas there's a new dracula movie coming out they're all handsome people eh. until those fangs come out yeah i i don't I don't know. I think he's gone so far off yeah, the ledge really at this has. point. I don't know what he's thinking. Mm. Uh, Kentucky swimmer Riley Gaines yeah. is uh, speaking out, saying that you would be shocked at how many people have thanked her mm-hmm. for speaking up in the the Leah Thomas, Kyle yeah. Thomas, whatever yeah. his name yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to talk about how the Democrats are really trying to make uh, women's issues, the story in November. Of course, these are the people who can't even define what a woman is. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out right, right. for them, but we'll see. Mm. Um, also, story out of Anaheim, California, mm-hmm. where this 20 year old snip, snip runs over like brat. Oh, okay. Runs over a father of five. Oh. Kills him. Because she thought he was aiming for a cat. Not her cat. Right. But a cat. Out of control. I mean, we were just we were just talking a minute ago how society will, will do whatever it can get by right, with. Right, right, This is another example of that. Mm. The good news is they are holding her on a million dollars bail, which is... That's it, good. For California? Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> you know, yeah. a little shocking. Yeah, absolutely. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, also, today we're going to continue to get to know our city council <laughs> candidates. Yeah. Stephanie Reed will be in the studio at 730. We're going to talk to her about what's going on in her campaign and how she feels about uh, how things are moving along for this November election. We're going to talk to her about uh, safety is one of her primary concerns. Just safety of the citizens of Lynchburg. That's, yeah, that's what we'll talk to her about coming up around seven thirty. So, uh, and again, we'll uh, we'll take a look at at Ian's uh, path. It has weakened to a tropical storm, yeah. so that's a good sign. I think it's over Orlando, which uh, I didn't say this yesterday. But I have a nephew, my my little brother, who passed. His son lives in Coral Gables. Mm-hmm. He works for Pepsi, and he delivers you know product and stuff. They paid him and his family. Uh, that uh, hotel up in Orlando. So he's in Orlando, and he said, Uncle Mark, he said to me yesterday, the storm surge could be 16 feet, which means my, my house will be completely underwater. Wow. Uh, because he's only about a mile from the, from the, uh, you know, from the Gulf. So um, he doesn't know what he's going back to, but based on the pictures I'm seeing this morning, it's, it's not good in that area. Water systems are shutting down left and right. They're telling people don't obviously drink the water, but don't shower, don't flush the commode don't do anything because the systems are completely overwhelmed from all the flooding from all the water that's, yes and that's you in will there. pollute the water even further 
So oh, man. It's, it's tough. But, you know, I told them, I said, look, take advantage of there's people like God's Pit Crew, Gleaning for the World, just from our area mm-hmm. that are headed your way. They're the heroes right. coming to you guys to help you out. The Red Cross, take advantage of everything that's going to be available to you. And we'll talk a little bit later on about how you can be a part of that and mm-hmm. how you can support uh, folks like God's Pit Crew and Gleaning as uh, they work not just internationally. Oh, it seems like they're doing more work domestically than mm-hmm. they've ever done. Mm-hmm. And then crews in our area are preparing for the impact of Hurricane yes. Ian, uh, AAA, is saying that uh, the main threat, of course, rain and flash flooding. Yeah. And uh, so we do need to, to be prepared for that uh, in our area as well. We could get overflow into the roadways and uh, and and need to be prepared uh, for that. So we'll we'll talk about all those things this morning. In the meantime, WDBJ7 is going to be on the way. Yeah, Kimberly McBroom has some stories for us here. CBS News Brief, they'll give us an update on the hurricane. As you look at the cone projection right now, our whole listening area is in that red cone. So that that is uh, something to ponder, consider. You only have a couple of days to kind of take care of business before it, it really hits us. Uh, maybe not even 36 hours. I would say make sure you've got what you need today, tomorrow at the latest. Danville, 52 degrees, 50 in Lynchburg, 48 in Bedford, 50 in Roanoke, and 47 in Salem, 52 in Appomattox. Volunteers with God's Pit Crew in Danville are making preparations to help Floridians dealing with the catastrophic storm, Hurricane Ian. The group plans to send tractor trailers down with necessary supplies such as food, water, first aid, hygiene products. They even plan to bring generators for those who may be out of power. When they arrive, they'll start cleaning up debris, cutting down trees, and cleaning out homes. Susan Bowes Honeycutt with God's Pit Crew says they have been in constant communication uh, with people in Florida. She says there's no uh, no secret to this uh, damage and catastrophic happening. They just have to go down and start sorting things out. If you want to give to God's Pit Crew, we've put a link up on our Facebook page, God Pit's Crew, God's Pit Crew dot org. God's Pit Crew. Have you had caffeine today? You you were like saying slow down. Am I going too fast? You were going really fast. Okay. Have you had caffeine today? You're not answering my question. That means yes. Okay. Something happened at Sheets today. It took yeah, you got it caffeine. Took a little longer for her to make my sandwich because of other orders. Uh huh. So I may have drank half my coffee and then got a refill before I even left. Oh Jesus, take the wheel. So it's like one of their super tall ones today. Uh, Clater Hydroelectric Project says in preparation for heavy rainfall, uh, the potential for high water flows associated with Hurricane Ian, uh, AEP plans to start lowering the reservoir. Uh, Lake residents are asked to remove or secure items within the Clater Project boundary and be aware of any floating debris. The target elevation is 1841 and is expected to be reached by 6 p.m. on Friday. On a normal day, AEP says the reservoir operates between 1845 and 1846 uh, feet. Uh, They say for updates on the water levels, you can visit their website, get more details that way. I was busy during your story. 
The post. Dr- yeah, drinking coffee. No, I saw no, no, you. no, no. I did take a sip, but mm-hmm. I did put that post up for, uh, yeah, for the God's Pickery thing. Right. All right. Cardinal, New- Cardinal News. Great, great. Uh, if you need Virginia news, cardinalnews.org is a great place to find it. Story today. Lynchburg name, one of the 25 best college towns in the U.S. Lynchburg has been uh, named by travel and leisure. That's pretty cool. The site said uh, of Lynchburg, nearly one quarter of the entire population of Lynchburg is the student either at Liberty University or the University of Lynchburg, making it easy to spot and make friends. So uh, congratulations to Lynchburg. Uh, that's, that's a pretty good deal, I think, for us. We have a lot of colleges, colleges even surrounding our area. We have, uh, we have Randolph-Macon College in Lynchburg, and then we have Sweetbriar just north of us in Amherst. So uh, a lot of young people come in and swarm during those uh, semester parts of the year. Mm-hmm. And then they leave us during the summer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, saying, and the I, driving on Ward's Road is a lot easier. Yeah, I've got a blackout period for uh, Ward's Road. So, I, you know, <laughs> you say with a tear in your voice, I'm like, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be heading to the Hobby Lobby and the Sam's. All right. Don't forget uh, Chick-fil-A. Well, as Hurricane Ian continues to devastate Florida, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin has declared a state of emergency in advance of the storm. Uh, They say the storm will uh, impact portions of the state starting on Friday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Governor Youngkin's office says Ian is a large, powerful storm. Current predictions indicate it will impact parts of Virginia Uh, later this week, early into next week. They want to make sure communities have the resources they need for any potential effects. And they uh, realize the storm track is still uncertain. But they are encouraging all Virginians and visitors to make a plan, yeah. have supplies on hand, yes, and follow official sources for the latest forecast information. Uh, he also said that Suzanne uh, and, and he would be praying for those in Florida mm-hmm. and in the path of the storm. Yes. He says the state of emergency allows the state to mobilize resources and equipment. Uh, also, emergency Virginia's emergency support team, VEST, is actively monitoring the storm, coordinating resources and information. And uh, the governor recommends Virginians do the following. Make a plan. Plan a route to a safe place, as well as how to keep in contact with family and friends. Prepare an emergency kit uh, and to also stay uh, informed uh, through media and uh, and that type of thing. Uh, you can go to vaemergency.gov forward slash hurricanes and get more information on all of those things. They also say uh, you can go follow the Virginia Department of Emergency Management on Facebook and Twitter mm. that way. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. And we talked about, you know, doing an emergency kit uh, before. If you're curious about what that looks like, um, I'm going to put a link to that up on our Facebook as well. Okay. Uh, things like a three-day supply of water, non-perishable food, you know, formula and diapers if you have mm-hmm. little ones, mm-hmm. pet food, supplies. I forgot to feed my dogs this morning. No. I know. I got halfway here and it's oh, like wow. bad mom award uh, mm. for sure. A flashlight, batteries, uh, any medical equipment that you may need, emergency mm-hmm. funds, right. uh, protective gear, hygiene and, and sanitation, sure. antibacterial soaps, mm-hmm. things like um, yeah, yeah. hand sanitizer. Hand and then your uh, critical paperwork. Uh, make sure that that's stored in a, a, a safe area. 
and and from water, protect it from water yeah. in case you are in an area where you might get uh, get some flooding. Well, my my uh, my new drain field that I built over a two oh, it's going to get tested. Period is going to get a test this weekend. Yeah, we'll see how you do. Yeah, with that one. See if that five thousand to six thousand dollars worth of gravel is going to pay off. Pay off. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Hey, we were talking about how um, it's National Coffee Day. Yeah, yeah. If you are a, a loyalty member at mm-hmm. Dunkin', you'll get a free medium hot or iced coffee with any purchase. Well, all you Dunkin' people that are running our country. Because America runs on Duncan. Well, it used to until their uh, you know coffee became twenty five dollars a, a cup canister. <laughs> no, like a canister. Oh, their canisters. It's like yeah, twenty yeah. some dollars. Yeah. That's not going to happen. America runs on great value. But yeah, <laughs> Walmart coffee. Janet runs away from the Duncan because that's too expensive. Oh, that's oh, no, that insignia is Janet running away from the store since the prices went up. Well, I, I thought it was. I mean, I I went up to the person at the at the at the grocery store mm-hmm. and said, "I'm sorry, is this a typo?" Right. It was some. Is there like? Is there supposed to be like a ham here? Because <laughs> no, the hams are in the three hundred dollars section right. now. Oh gosh, it feels that way. It sure does. But uh, yeah, no. Hey, I have this audio that that you talked about, and and we can play it here if you want. Are you talking about? Yeah, I got it edited uh, down to about a minute and a half, and it's and it's. Um, is this just one of the many gaff stories we're going to be doing today? Well, well, this was Joe at an event the other uh, day. And he brought the attention, uh, brought it to everyone's attention that he was thinking Jackie, this congresswoman who who's dead now, and was literally looking asking for her. For her. Yeah, yeah, where's Jackie? Mm-hmm. She's uh, six feet under. Yeah. So not that and we're then, making fun of that. We're not. We're not. But the response of how Jean Pierre Claude Van Damme tried to spin it when asked by a couple of journalists is just laughable. Including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here to help make this a reality. What happened in the hunger event today? The president appeared to look around the room uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month. He seemed to indicate she might be in the room. So the president was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event, a very important event on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue and was acknowledging her incredible work. He had uh, he had already uh, planned to welcome the congresswoman's family uh, to the White House on Friday. There will be a, a bill signing in her honor this coming Friday. Um, you know. Follow because I'm trying to get my head around the response. If the late Congresswoman was top of mind for the president, and her family was expected to be here, and that's what he was thinking about. What, why was he looking for her? I'm not trying to be snarky here. No, I mean, and again, I think people can understand. I think the American people out there who you know watch the briefing uh, from time to time, maybe at this moment, will understand when someone is at top of mind. Uh, I mean, that is uh, that is not an unusual uh, unusual scenario there. Marine, I have John Lennon okay. top of mind just about every day, but I'm not looking around for him anywhere. When you sign a bill for John Lennon, Lennon as president, then we can have this conversation. Can hardly what express ridiculousness is how that? you spun that story into ridiculousness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have John Lennon at the top of my mind. I don't, I'm not out looking for him. When we sign a bill with him, we can have this conversation. That's not an answer. That's not an answer. And not only that, this wasn't 
him having her top of mind. He was looking, looking for, for her. her. We we could see what he was doing. I mean, you, we were there. You watched for, it. You for, understand. Yeah, we did watch it. We understand exactly what our president is and is not. He did not know the woman was gone. He didn't know. He was looking for her in the room, not for her family, not acknowledging her family. Right. He doesn't know what's going on. Bingo. I mean, he literally does it. Now, the the thing going on with with Kamala mm-hmm. that we'll talk about later, <laughs> that's a whole different fiasco. Yeah, she's, she's not that old. She should have some wits about her. Yeah, uh, but I, mean, I thought his response was great. You know, I think about John Lennon all the time, but I don't look for him in the room. Corinne. Oh, Lordy. He's my new hero. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Lord, and that wasn't even Peter Ducey. I mean, no, you no. know it's bad. Right. When you've got the regular Joes going... Pardon. And, and it was hard. He, you couldn't hear, but he said, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around your response. Right, yeah, because <laughs> it makes no sense. Well, here's something that does make yes. sense. It's time for Five and Dine, brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg. They are cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day, and they are trying really hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. And you can sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member, and then you can save even more money on your bill. Today, we're going to be making FNL burgers. And mm. because it's National Coffee Day, we're going to do a coffee rubbed homemade burger. No way. With a Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. Oh, wow. I know. We had burgers last night, they were so good. Uh, you're going to make your coffee rub seasoning. Now, I will tell you. If you make this uh, this coffee rub, this is great on burgers. It's also great on steaks. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, one and a half tablespoons of ground coffee, just ground coffee like you would brew, a half a tablespoon of salt, a half a tablespoon of paprika, half a tablespoon of brown sugar, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, and a fourth of a t- tablespoon of of ground coriander, a very underappreciated spice that is just amazing. Mm-hmm. So everything's the same except for the coriander and the ground coffee. Mix that together and you can keep it sealed up uh, as a coffee rub for burgers or steaks. Today we're using it on burgers. Okay. Then you're going to uh, combine combine that, mix it together, set it aside. Then you're going to make the barbecue sauce. You're going to melt some butter over medium heat in your saucepan. You're going to add in some uh, diced onion, about a half of a yellow onion diced, Mm -hmm. three cloves of garlic, roughly minced, and you're going to saute that down until it's translucent, about six to eight minutes. Then, after that, you're going to add in a half a cup of ketchup, one and a half tablespoons of tomato paste, Mm -hmm. six ounces of Dr. Pepper. That's for my Dr. Pepper buddy. Yes, thank you. That called in yesterday. Oh, I thought it it was for me. No, I remember our our friend. Oh, that's right. Ronnie. Yeah. Ronnie. Ronnie. He loves him some Dr. Pepper. Yes. Six ounces of Dr. Pepper, a fourth of a cup of apple cider vinegar, two and a half tablespoons of Worcestershire, a fourth of a cup of brown sugar, some uh, ancho chili powder, Mm -hmm. or chipotle will work if that's what you have, a half a teaspoon of salt, a fourth of a teaspoon of pepper, and three tablespoons of brewed coffee. Mm. Now, this barbecue sauce is going to tie that um, that rub 
into the whole burger, and it's so delicious when you uh, when you do it together. Okay. So you're going to rub your uh, burgers down with that rub, uh, grill them up, and then when you serve it up, use that Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce on it. It is so good. And, of course, F&L Market has the best price on beef that they grind every day mm. fresh. So check it out. Go to Facebook. Type in Janet's 5 and 9. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L Market, save on whole boneless pork loins, $2.69 a pound, and slice for free. Jamestown Roll Sausage, hot or mild, is two for $6. Family Pack Split Chicken Breast are $1.49 a pound. Family Pack Sirloin Steak is $4.98 a pound. And Hormel Bacon, all varieties, $4.98 for a 16-ounce pack. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. And we're sure trying. 6.53. It's the Morning Jam. It's our Life Hack Thursday. We'll have some of those coming up in a little bit. Stephanie Reed running for city council, one of the seats at large in Lynchburg. We'll have her in at 7.30. Good deal. Uh, we have some good news. We talked yesterday about that convicted bomb maker that escaped a Nevada prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a 42-year-old Nicaraguan immigrant who's serving life for building a, a mm. pipe bomb because wow. some dude was dating his ex-girlfriend. Right. Uh, he was taken into custody without incident uh, mm-hmm. there on uh, Eastern Avenue and Owen Avenue. So apparently his... Uh, his freedom was very short-lived. Yeah. So that's always that's good though. Good news. Yeah. yeah. That makes especially us happy. with those kind of abilities. Mm-hmm. You don't want them doing something. Yeah. Totally stupid. And of course, you know, not not all immigrants are up up to no good, but sadly, uh, many of them are, as our country is just facing an unprecedented. Mm. Uh, fentanyl crisis. Oh yeah, uh, it continues to ravage the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, border drug trafficking is breaking new records, according to uh, to a memo. Uh, oh, it's circulating among uh, the Senate this week, mm-hmm. detailing how the fentanyl crisis continues to worsen across U.S. communities. Of course, you've heard us say on the air, it is the number one killer yep. of 18, 18. to 45-year-olds yep. in America. It's not a statistic that many are talking about, nope. but it is an important one. Uh, those who have witnessed the activity on the border believe the crisis, uh, are at, at, at the, crisis at the border and the uh, fentanyl crisis are correlated. I mean, there's no doubt. Mm-hmm. That it's correlated, right? Sure. The um, mm-hmm. uh, retired customs and border patrol agent Frank Lopez said 
Uh, he's never seen anything like it. The numbers, the organization, the movement, and the federal government uh, is is you know doing its best to, to keep it on the down low right. as much as possible. Yep. They're trying to sanitize it, mm-hmm. he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, CBP pay, a, agents have seized 10,500 pounds mm-hmm. of the deadly drug in 2021. We've already surpassed 12,000 this year, and that's just what they're catching. Right, right. That's the most fentanyl ever seized in a single year in the United States. It could kill the entire U.S. population eight times over. All right, let's let's just think about that for a second. It could kill the whole population eight times over. Right. And the president has mentioned it once. Once. And that was just and recently. he probably doesn't remember that. Yeah. And that was in the last 30 days. Mm-hmm. Last what the heck, Janet? Border encounters surpassed 200,000 for the first time. Agent seized a record 2,300 pounds of fentanyl. Yeah. And the Southwest Coastal Interior U.S. border last month, meaning that the issue is continuing to worsen. Right. The number of migrants who successfully crossed this fiscal year is on track to reach, uh, reach 2 million. That's 18, or that's 8,000 crossings per day. Of a closed border. Right. Imagine if it was an open border. Right. Which it really is. It, it it's a travesty. It's truly a travesty, and the media is asleep. They're not doing their job because well, only- they help get this guy in, and they their credibility's on the line. But their credibility's on the line by not reporting the story. Well, White House Press Secretary uh, Corinne Jean Pierre mm-hmm. told Fox News Peter Ducey August the thirty first that the Biden administration has seen a 200% increase in fentanyl seizures, which means we are doing a job, the job of catching drug traffickers. It's all correlated together, you idiot. Yes. The reason there's a 200% increase is there's a bajillion right. increase in what's getting into the country. Right. Are people so stupid you know, that they're going to fall for this twisting of facts and figures. In football, you have a thing called flooding the zone. The immigrants coming over the border at the rate they're coming in is flooding the zone. They can not even keep up with that. I'm surprised we're catching as much fentanyl as we're catching, quite frankly, because you have an open border and people are pouring in every day. Every day. Well, as we've mentioned, and we mentioned it just a minute ago, drug overdoses led by fentanyl, number one cause of death for adults between the ages of 18 and 45. Right. That happened between 20 and 21. Gee, what happened in, in 20? Oh, let's see. The, Debbie m- Biden. Mean orange man, gone. Right. And his tweets went with him. That's according to the analysis for Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. I mean, that's that's where that came from. Right. Um. Uh, and and here's the thing. You've got people like Cory Booker mm-hmm. who just refuse to do their job. Right. There's a, a, a father who lost his son to fentanyl. Mm-hmm. He's penned a letter to Cory Booker. Right. We're going to talk about that in the next hour. Um, saying you have got... To do your job. Right. You're actually standing in the way mm-hmm. of doing what needs to be done to, right. to protect American citizens, particularly young ones. Mm-hmm. Because these are not, look, I have a, a, a young girl in my life. This was not like some strung out junkie mm-hmm. on the side of the road. 
Right. And she died of a fentanyl overdose. Mm-hmm. You think it can't happen to you. It can happen. Right. We'll continue that conversation the next hour. You want to weigh in? Our toll-free number, 866-916-3776. 866-916-3776. You can also text us. 434-248-0704. Coming up in the next half hour, as a matter of fact, we'll come out of the weather with our first life hack. And then our interview with Stephanie Reed. She's running for the seat at large in the city of Lynchburg. We're going to talk to her at around 735. So make sure you're around for that if you uh, want to hear what she has to say about safety and other things that concerns her. Bill Trefere coming up after CBS News.